G'day, good everybody. Welcome to episode 71 of the Teacher Emilio podcast. I am your host, Teacher Emilio, and today we will talk about the biggest challenge that people have when facing, when preparing, when getting ready for PTE academics. So if you want to take PTE or if you're thinking of getting PTE, if you know someone that wants to take PTE academic, you have to tell them about this episode. And if you are not thinking of getting PTE, I hope that you still get value from this episode because we're going to be talking about some things that could also relate to the IELTS exam. And it just boils down to it. Sorry, it boils down to a very simple yet complex sentence, which is taking the right preparation or, or being prepared. I think the challenge here with PTE is when to know if you are ready because you have so many tools. There are so many tools available on the internet. You have got things like Ape Uni, there is Pearson's website. When should you go ahead and jump and take that exam? Especially when there are so many tricks, so many things that you can do to, you know, basically get that score that you need. The reason I want to bring this to your attention is because a few interesting things have been happening for over the last few weeks, I just recently had two students, um, and I'll give you two very quick, let's say, cases or examples. One is a PT learner who has taken the test a few times, and this person decided to go back or go a few steps back and work on grammar, work on pronunciation, improve vocabulary, and all the fun stuff that I always recommend, rather than using PT tricks and things and, and when I was approached I was asked hey Emilio I know you're a teacher but do you teach anything other than PT tricks and this is where it's interesting because notice how this let's say the way I was being approached it's almost like the student telling me indirectly I don't need to know the tricks do you teach anything other than tricks other than little things that we can do or whatever we want to call it let's call it tricks or let's call it um, coping mechanisms if you get stressed, whatever that may be. And after, you know, getting in touch and basically asking a few questions, um, I learned what I've just told you. I've got here a person that has taken PTE a few times, a few, it's some, let's say at least three, so more than three times, right? And then has not seen any results. And this is basically, after getting a lot of training and practice and this is where the this is the issue the biggest challenge with PTE in my opinion and it is that there are so many things that you can do to trick the exam that sometimes people forget that PTE I mean even though it is marked by a computer and yes you can cheat the test or when I say cheating the test I don't mean like actually you know like literally you know doing something you shouldn't do while you're in the exam I mean more like memorizing templates or just say something that you maybe shouldn't say or, or answer the question in a bit of a different way from what it is being asked so that you can, you know, bump up your score. You can do a lot of that, right? And the, the problem is that many times there are two sides of the coin or two sides of the spectrum, however you want to put it. And the thing is this, PTE can be sort of, I don't want to say controlled, but you or anyone as the candidate has more chances of, let's say, playing with the score. Because again, you have all these things you can do. However, <laughs> listen carefully to the name, PT Academic. It is still an academic exam. So 
just having a template is not going to be enough. And I know that some people out there would say, oh no, teacher, but I know the friend of a friend of my cousin from blah, 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 my second best friend, whatever, this person used a template and got a good score. And that's true, I mean, and, and I've said it repeatedly, templates could work or can work for some people, but it's not something that is a one-size-fit-all type of solution. Because in this case, this person, just to give you a bit more feedback, this person recognized or acknowledged, right? Oh, okay, I have the template, I have all the tricks, I have all that side under control. The other side that is not so much under control is the fact that I have to improve or that, or that I should improve my English skills. And and that's the, the problem, that sometimes I think most of the conversation is on let me learn all the tricks, when you should also or equally, or maybe you should be also thinking about how can I improve my English skills so that PTE becomes easier for me? How can I speak in a way that is going to be clearer for the software to understand or to pick up all the things that I'm saying? Or how can I practice or how can I improve my speaking in a way that I don't stumble and you get all like or you don't know what to say, right? When Which is basically hesitation. How can you get to that stage? And the same thing could be said about every single band on the exam, right? And we have to, we had to go in this case a few steps back and now I started working with the student and I'm, you know, I'm pleased to say that we are on track of passing the exam, now boosting this student's English level. And interestingly enough, another thing happened to me literally this morning where I had another student that reached out because this person wanted to get a really high score in writing and in this case a really high score means 79 but who knows maybe for some people 50 is a high score maybe 60 is a high score maybe i mean some of you may think oh yeah 50 is super easy but is it really if you have never written an email in english is it easy to write an essay that's something that you know it's it's what i want to take sometimes sometimes on a case-by-case -case basis and what I was telling this student is that, yes, you can use your templates, but there is a caveat, there is a problem. The biggest problem or challenge with the templates is that you may, I mean, I remember telling this student, this is not just to you, this is in general, right? I'm just telling you the statistic, I'm telling you the issue that most people tend to have, is that you may be, without noticing, without knowing, making grammar and vocab errors. And after checking this student's writing, I could tell right away that there was a problem between adjectives, adverbs, use of prepositions. And this just comes to show that, you know, you could have a template, but what if your, let's say your English foundation, your English basis, your tools are not there? It's almost, it's almost as if you have, I'll put it this way, it's almost as if your PTE desired score it's a house that you want to build, right? The PTE tricks, it's basically the draft where you've got perfectly written, outlaid, everything that you have to say, sorry, everything that you need, right? All the steps to follow to build your dream house, right? Or the house that you want. You have all the, all the let's say, all the steps there for you. But then when you look to the other side, and this is technically, let's say, with this house analogy, you, you've got a hammer, you've got a few nails, you've got, you know, uh, a few other things, 
And then you realize, okay, look, it's a bit tricky to build this house with these materials. Maybe I should be getting more materials. Maybe I should be, I don't know, sharpening in this case, like using this metaphor, I should be sharpening this, I don't know, this ax. I should be basically making the hammer a little bit blunter or I should be, I don't know, like I said before, I need to be gathering more materials so that it is easier to build a house. I always tell people that it is better to have a stronger English foundation because on that same example, if we keep going with this analogy, it's almost as if you have the whole opposite. Instead of having the perfect layout, the, all the instructions on how to do it, you have, I don't know, imagine you have it layered on paper, video, photos, so you know what you should be doing to, to get this house, right? But instead, let's flip it to the other side. And now imagine the opposite. You have to build a house and you have an excess of materials. You have not one hammer, you have like five hammers, you have screwdrivers, you have axes, and the list goes on and on. And you don't only have wood, you have good wood and, and other board pieces and... I don't know, let's say that instead of having a few nails, you have nails, screws, and basically you have more things to work on. You maybe have a drill, right? And then all of the sudden, when you look to the other side, you go, okay, I have to build a house, but let's see what I have. What are the instructions? And maybe the instructions you have got are rather simple. And then that's where things get debatable because I have helped students who have got a really strong, let's say, English base, right? But then... Maybe because they are not that familiar with PTE, they don't perform or the, let's say the, their skill level and their practice in class is not shown or reflected in the score. But then it is much easier when you have all the tools to tweak a few things and go like, oh no, wait, in this step, you should be doing this and this in this way. You should hold the hammer in this position. You should be careful when you're doing this and then boom. Um, this is where you probably know already where I'm getting to with all of this, where by having a stronger base, by improving your skills, you are setting yourself to increase the chances of getting the result that you want. So this is what I ended up or like what I basically discussed with this student. And I think it, it's important to, to consider this because... I also, I've also been in situations where students tell me, look, Emilio, but I really need this. It's for my PR. And you know what? I don't care about money and this and that. I will do the test just a few times, which is, you know, fair enough. It's a good position to be in. What I was telling my students, and this is like the grandpa out of me coming out. And I was just like, look, that's cool. But why don't you focus a bit more on improving so that you don't get that extra stress? Because look, the thing is, and this, I will openly say this every single time. I cannot recommend the templates. I cannot recommend some of these tricks because the reality is, well, I mean, I think it's one, because I'm a teacher. And two, it's because the test is 400 bucks. And if you mess up, you make some errors or you, you don't, I mean, for whatever reason, you don't perform with those tricks, you are doing yourself, I mean, you're like basically hurting yourself, right? And if you see some of the videos that I have been putting on YouTube, I'm working more on my PT series, you would see that, yes, the tricks do work, but also using or having a solid base also works. And this is probably the, 
the let's say the reflection the the main message i would like to leave everyone here when you think about pte the same thing can be said about ielts but the thing about ielts is that because it is got this fame or is simply because it is infamous for this let's say marking system right because no one would dare to use well i mean obviously i'm exaggerating there is people that that use templates in ielts writing but it is way lower compared to pt why because people know that a person is marking and and candidates know that there is a chance that that template will not work and that's just something to to say if you're an ielts candidate try not to use templates because i would say in most cases i'm trying to like you know be a bit softer and not say that all templates let's say that the vast majority of templates do not answer the question and they're just like sugar coating an answer which is fair enough because it, again for the pte for a pearson's test is just basically let's say sufficient right but with ielts that's not the case where you have to explain your ideas and, and explain things in detail so that's why probably ielts i mean or why we don't see that many templates in ielts and maybe that's also why candidates even though they they know the structure of the ielts test you would see that in ielts you benefit more from having a stronger skill set the more listening reading writing and speaking skills or like the more developed your skills are you have a higher chance at, at getting the score that you need and in pt obviously the same is true but because there is also the element of tricking the exam i would say that i mean obviously not everyone but lots and lots of people only focus on that side of the equation so technically speaking you have all the tricks but it would be let's say ideal it would be better to also let's say polish all your skills so that you can get the desired score that you need and sometimes it may be best to give yourself a bit of time i think that's another important topic to to mention because like i said earlier i also had a chat with a student who who told me look emilio you know what i know that the tricks and this and that i know that you're gonna tell me that i should read and this and that but to be honest i just want to take the test i just want to pass and i said look i know i hate being the bearer of bad news but these tricks are not working so obviously i have to recommend you doing something else and and this person told me look but you know what money is not a problem and that's fair enough but it's also not just money <laughs> well and technically you know it's 400 bucks we are not talking about a thousand dollars but still 400 if you don't if you don't perform well if you pass if you don't pass the test in your second attempt you have already spent almost a thousand and you know you could be doing other things with that money that's what i tell students instead of being stressed taking this exam worried you could be using that to do whatever you want you could be i don't know spending that money to go out with friends or to spend it on your hobby whatever your hobby may be so the reason I'm bringing this up is because to improve your skills, it would also be good to give yourself a bit of time. And time is extremely tricky, right? Time is very, what's a good way to say it? It's really hard to say the issue about time because 
if you are someone, just to give you a few examples, you, you cannot say, or I cannot come to the podcast and say, oh, you just need to wait a month before you take the exam again, or you should wait two weeks or three weeks, or you should wait two months or three months. It's difficult to do that because, I mean, there, there are, I, I've had students who studied, let's say, they have done, uh, what is it called, the, an English course for about a month, no, sorry, not a month, a year, then they do a diploma or a cert three or four in something, then they do a diploma, then they extend their visa. So that person has had three years of education in Australia or more, and that is not going to be the same as someone telling me, Emilio, I need to get, I don't know, 50 or 45 or 40 in PT, but I have never been to an English classroom, so I don't know what to do. So obviously that's different. And then you also have students who maybe you know, pursue higher education. It's not the same to check someone or like, let's say to support someone that has already studied a master's degree than someone that has studied a bachelor's. And this is not to put someone who has done a bachelor's down. It is just that just by the definition of the course, there is a higher chance that the master's student has had more pressure, has probably had to prove him or herself more academically speaking right because it is simply more demanding right this person that has done a master's degree probably maybe not not necessarily but probably or most likely has done way more reading in english than someone who has done a bachelor's degree just to put things in perspective and this is just from my experience now as a student in australia i remember having some assignments where i needed like five references or like five to ten and when you think, and this is for a bachelor's degree, right? When you need to write a report, like a thousand pages, a thousand to 1200 pages. But then there are other times, like now at master's level, when you have a report of 2000 words, you're expected to have at a minimum 10 references. 10 references would be nothing, basically. You would need to put, I don't know, like 15, maybe even more. And again, I know that this depends on the discipline, but the point of this example is that is just to show you how much reading a person with a master's degree could have versus someone that maybe hasn't had that level of education yet. And therefore, maybe someone who did a master's may just need to wait two weeks or 10 days or maybe a week. Whereas there may be other students or other candidates who will benefit from having that extra time to build up the skills to solidify their basis or their foundation in, in English, right? So that they feel more comfortable. And, and I hope that ultimately this video maybe gives some of you clarity. I'm afraid to be the guy bringing you bad news. PTE is not only a matter of learning the tricks, as it happens with almost any, basically, I would say with any trade, with anything. You could have all the trick, all the cheat codes, all the things that you should do. But if you don't work on your skills, you're going to struggle, most likely. Not always, right? But if you don't do the practice, if you don't improve your skills, it will come at you and hurt you. And you may be thinking, what's a good way to get ready for the exam? Obviously, you could study with me and there are so many different options. You can self-study, you can get writing feedback, you can come to the preparation lessons, you can have a one-on-one -on -one class. At the end of the day, I try to take each student on a case-by-case -case basis. So I would recommend just get in touch. And obviously, I'm here to help. But just remember that don't just rush into one exam or the other just because of all these things. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking of taking these exams in the future, I would say start preparing now. 
even reading, I don't know, five, ten pages or even doing something is better than not doing anything. Even learning the tricks or learning about the test, just so that you don't have to be in that situation where you are like, oh man, I have to take PTE or I have to take IELTS. I need to get whatever. I need to get a six, a seven or, or a seven and a half or I need two eights and two sevens or I need three sevens and an eight and I only have four weeks because my visa expires and I don't want to extend my visa into something else or because I'm gonna miss the application date for my university course or I don't know, or my boss has been waiting for me for so long. So work in this, uh, or let's say take this, I don't want to say take it seriously, but I would say work on your English. Try to push yourself every single time. Maybe you may be listening to this and you're someone who goes, mate, Emilio, relax, man. I'm gonna do the test in two years. If that's you, get a book, work on your reading skills, push yourself. And, and with this, you will benefit in the future. Maybe now you may be thinking like, oh, that's okay. No, no worries. But trust me, future you will be saying thank you to me. And future you will be saying thank you for listening to episode 71 of the Teacher Emilio podcast. And before I go, I have to say thank you for tuning in on your commute, on your run, on your walk, cleaning your place, whatever you were doing. I was part of your day. You were part of mine. Take care, miss me, don't miss me too much because I'll see you next week. And until then, take care and bye for now. Boom.